no, you should not. I want you to tell me everything right there because that might be your only opportunity in front of my eyeballs. So I want you to lay it all out. To me, I want you to lay it all out in that profile line. I thought, someone's question I thought was gonna ask, should there be repetition? Absolutely. Because if I only look at that one part, I wanna know what I need to know about you. Immediately lay it all on the table. And second, what should LinkedIn do for me? What should LinkedIn do for you? Great question, what's the point of having a LinkedIn account? We live in a world of tons of noise, right? I want one place on the World Wide Web, the internet that we all live on all day, where you own that piece of real estate about you professionally. Everyone in the world has access to that, and there might you might be on Facebook, there's your resume, maybe I don't have it, maybe I don't, I might meet you, I might want, I wanna know that you have put that there and put your seal of approval, if you want to know about me professionally, this is it. That's why I think it matters. Is that a good answer? Like, this is the one that has your official wording, everything how you want it. I think it's that important. Because there's so much other noise, I wanna know, and I think recruiters respect that, yeah, you've, you've tweeted, you've got Facebook, blah, 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 blah. This is what you want me to know about you, and I'm gonna respect that, which means you better use that opportunity for everything it's worth. Great question. This is Vanderbilt Business. Classes kick off this week at Management Hall, but for MBAs, MSFs, MACs, and Marks and EMBAs, the real work begins during the orientation period, which began as early as a month ago for certain programs. Through math camps, networking sessions with classmates and recruiters, career management and interview training, students acclimate themselves to the furious pace of Mod 1. Megan Nichols of the Career Management Center spoke with students from the MBA and Career Launcher programs to get their thoughts on the orientation experience. She also captured footage from training sessions conducted by author and corporate consultant Lindsay Pollock, who discussed the value of LinkedIn in the open. In the final segment of this week's episode, we'll hear from author and coach Jamin Patel in a session he held with students and in a separate interview with Megan. Hey, this is Vanderbilt Business Listeners. This is Megan Nichols again from the Career Management Center coming to you from the second to last day of orientation for all of our incoming students who start class on Monday. Some of our students have been here since the beginning of July. Our USBCC program, the international students, started in early July. Master of Marketing students started July 24th. Our Master's of Science in Finance students started July 28th, and then all of our MBA first-year students arrived uh, early August. I guess it was August 1st, actually. So I have representatives from each of these programs here with me today to kind of give us an insight and background on what um, orientation is like when you head out to graduate business school. So I'm going to have each of the students introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about themselves. So tell me where you're from and why you selected the program you're in and of course what program you're in. I'll start with Camille. Hey everybody, my name is Camille. I'm representing the Master of Science in Finance. I'm from Orlando, Florida. I went to Rollins College for undergrad and I'm really excited about the MSF particularly because of the tremendous quantitative experience it'll give me and you know the Career Management Center here is second to none so I'm really looking forward to working with them. 
Hi guys, my name is Olivia Ravelli. I'm from Connecticut. Um, I went to Wake Forest and I was in the undergraduate business school there. So I had some prior marketing and business classes. So I really wanted to join the MMARC program. I'm in the MMARC program here because I wanted to sort of focus in on those marketing classes and meet a, a lot of great new people. And I'm already making great new friends. Hi, I'm Emily Redfield, and I'm class of, or I'm part of the MBA class of 2019. Um, and I chose this program because I went to undergrad at Indiana University, which was really large. So I was really looking forward to a small, intimate community where I'd have a lot of one-on-one -on -one with all of my peers as well as professors. And I feel like I've already started to see that so far through orientation. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm from Dallas, Texas, and I previously worked at Frito-Lay in the marketing department for four years. Hey, it's Cecile. Uh, I'm from China, and uh, yeah, I'm an international student. And and the reason that why I choose Owen is because uh, I'm from yeah. It, also, I'm from a tier two city in China, but like there's so many people, and people. I just feel like even there are millions of people around you. People like won't like spend a lot of time and invest you. But here it's totally different. When I reached out to um, Bell, uh, who is the vice president of the uh, student government, and also tons of people from uh, the second year student or alumni, they're so um, willing to tell you uh, what you like to figure out what you want need and how they can help you achieve your goal. So I was really inspired by, by uh, those uh, conversation. So that's why I choose Owen. And I after. Um, being here for like uh, almost two months, I feel really, really, and uh, they not just uh, say about that, they live with the value. So yeah, I really like it. Those are great answers. So, okay, tell me how you're feeling about orientation right now. It's almost over. I'm sure you guys are exhausted. Um, so I'm going to start back again with Camille. Tell me how you're, how you are feeling about orientation. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about orientation, definitely uh, pretty, pretty tired, but more than anything, I'm feeling extremely inspired. I've n never been with, you know, with a group of such brilliant and tremendously ambitious students. The MSF program only has about 50 students, and so you very quickly are able to make some very fantastic relationships, and you can see that all of the students in the program are really driven to, to be successful. Yeah, I actually really agree with that. Um, the MMARC program only has 15. So you think 50 <laughs> is small? Yeah, we have 15. 14 girls, all of them are amazing. One guy, excellent. The biggest teddy bear, his name is Scott. He is on the football team. Everybody watch him. And so, we, yeah, we already have built this really tight-knit community um, within the MMARC program and sort of within the whole Owen community so far. We can really feel it in the social hours. And we have a class with... Um, Professor Steve Heffler, and it's been very fast-paced, but awesome. We're already learning so much. A little bit tired. Um, we have one more case due tomorrow, but um, everyone is just super excited and looking forward to starting Mod 1 on Monday. I would say from the MBA perspective, it started off with math camp, um, and I think we all went in a little worried about what that was going to entail, but it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. You could feel the energy coming from the professor, and so I think that just reaffirmed my decision of just coming here um, because there was so much interaction, again, with your the classmates in orientation but also outside of orientation. So I'd say I'm probably uh, getting really excited to start class and go on, but I'm also like, man, this is going to be a busy two years. 
So I actually have a two section of the orientation. One is with our lovely international students. I think this helped me a lot because the school trying very hard to help us, you know, to make the transition and help us understand how it will be like to study in a uh, foreign in another country. And the second part, uh, it's it's really a little bit overwhelming because like and like. And uh, the international group is just uh, 26 uh, people, but like uh, suddenly there are like uh, 172 people like, uh, you know, talking and network uh, that that's really like uh, um, a lot like uh, things happening. And so I really thank to the uh, the first part of the orientation that that helping me prepare for the second part of the orientation. So, yeah. Okay, so you guys gave me a great summary, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on orientation in one word only. Do we want to start with Cecile on this one? I'll just, I'll hold the mic. Yeah, sure. Um, I think I'll say eye-opening, which should count as one with a little dash. Um, I think, again, this opened my eyes to a lot of the exciting things to come with the program. Um, I'm going to say community. Um, touch on this before, but I think everyone is sort of in it together. Everyone's super ambitious and yeah, we want that job at the end of the day, but we also want to build each other up and not bring each other down. So I'm going to go with the opposite of Cecile. She mentioned it's cold. I'm feeling pretty hot. Uh, I feel, you know, I feel on fire on the inside. I'm ready to go. Um, my you know, my peers are really uh, turning up the heat under me, and uh, and so I'm I'm ready for this uh, this one year program. Thank you. Talk to me about Career Day. So you guys were all involved in Career Day yesterday, which is what would we say the longest day yet, potentially, of orientation. This Career Management Center organizes the Career Day part of our orientation, and typically it is the longest day because it includes speakers and panels and trying to just overwhelm you with all of the great career options that you can have coming out of a graduate business program. So what did you think about Career Day? What was your favorite Part of the day. So I would say I loved the two speakers. Um, before, we, I mean, honestly, I loved all of it. The alumni panels were also super helpful to see from a functional standpoint what opportunities recent alums are currently um, like just in the trenches. But I thought the two speakers regarding networking as well as the LinkedIn profile were incredibly helpful. And I think you could tell collectively as soon as the LinkedIn presentation was done, everybody was on their phones looking at their profiles. And I think I'm a little overwhelmed after career day, overwhelmed and excited because there's so much to do. But of course, that's all why we're here. Um, so I think this might have been my favorite day of orientation. And um, I would say uh, the, the speaker of uh, Jamie, yeah, and he, uh, we, we actually have an extra <laughs> section for the international student, and he tell us he told us a little bit about the how you uh, stand out uh, in a recruiting uh, session. So he tell us about how he uh, introduced himself in like one minute. That was really impressive, and I feel like actually we have a lot of good things like uh, you know in, from the past experience. It's just a way how you. Um, how you tell people so that gives give me lots of thoughts and he said he worked 24 hours to um, customize that story and I think I need to maybe he's a he's a rock star right so I might need to spend like days to do that 
Thank you. So Cecile and Emily were referencing two of the speakers here yesterday that you heard from earlier, Lindsay Pollock and Jamin Patel. And you can again follow them at Jamin Speaks and then at Lindsay Pollock. You can see our description for more info on both of those speakers. Do we want to hear from Olivia and Camille about Career Day? If not, that's okay. Um, sure. So I thought both of the speakers, um, along with Emily and Cecile, they were amazing, um, super engaging and interactive, which I thought was super important for everyone after the long uh, orientation process. Yeah, I think I'm going to also have to reevaluate my LinkedIn, maybe check that cover photo. Just kidding, I don't have one. And maybe make things a little tighter and more appealing and succinct for future employers. And Jamin was awesome. He sort of went through the networking framework and, you know, simple hi, how are you? Stick your hand out, meet new people every day. I thought that was great advice. Um, and I think everyone regarding, um, no matter how old you are, if you're an MBA or an MMARC or an MSF, you can, you can really um, gain a lot of knowledge from their advice. So Olivia, Emily, and Cecile uh, touched on some of the speakers that we were able to speak to, you know, uh, sit for yesterday. And I wanted to mention my favorite uh, session actually yesterday was with the MBA alumni and in particular we had uh, the session I sat in was for finance and there were three alumni one working in corporate finance and Walmart another in investment banking at Wells Fargo and a third working in private wealth management at JP Morgan and uh, so first off that alumni panel was for MBA students but uh, you know, Owen let all of the other students come in, and it was really fantastic to see um, to see the career tra tra trajectories of these three very successful people, and to find out how how Owen really was integral to their success. That's great. Those are all three awesome alumni, so I'm glad you got to hear from them. Okay, so while we're on the topic of career, I want to hear from you all. Do you know what your career goals are yet for post grad? What are you hoping to do when you complete the MBA program, the Master of Marketing program, and the Master of Science and Finance program? Yeah, so I think I can speak on behalf of a lot of um, my peers in the MMARC program. We're trying to figure this out. This is kind of why we're here straight after undergrad. Um, I knew I wanted to do marketing. Um, I took some classes there, like I mentioned, but I think I may want to do sort of the CPG route or more of big scale corporate marketing. Um, I've worked at some smaller agencies and um, yeah, so I want to just get some more experience and hopefully talking to as many people as I can, we'll be able to figure it out. So uh, since I have a background of uh, sales project man management and uh, marketing, I will start with my career goal with like a leadership development program. Um, but I would love to trans uh, make a transition from healthcare industry to manufacturing or retail industry um, because I want to explore more possibility about like either innovation or um, tech-based uh, projects, something like that. Um, but also I feel like MBA program is really good platform for you to test your capability and also the possibilities of other, uh, other fields. So I mentioned before I was previously at Frito-Lay in the marketing department, but I was in a very specific niche of marketing. I was in consumer insights. So I know if marketing is the route I decide um, to go down, I, I want to go do something beyond just consumer insights. And so I think for me, uh, when Professor Brian McCann was talking about kind of prioritizing what you're looking for in a job and your career, I almost want to look at that in terms of short-term and long-term goals because I know I eventually want to be a leader in a company, but I'm like, what? 
or the things I need to do to get there. So consulting sounds awesome, but then so does tech. I feel like I'm a little ADD, like probably most of our peers right now. And so to echo what Olivia was saying, we are here to figure that out. So um, looking forward to classes to help direct me. So yeah, at this point, I'm, uh, I'm gung-ho on investment banking. I have been uh, for a while. And so an investment banking analyst uh, program is, is definitely where I've got my eyes set. Great. You should talk to Olivia's brother, who's also a graduate of the MSF program. <laughs> OK, so we're going to go to our last question, and we're going to wrap up this um, little mini orientation panel. What are you most looking forward to when school starts next week? I'm really looking for the case study because that um, we actually have a, a mimic class when in the orientation, and I feel like this this is a great way to understand and learn about your fellows, like you know from the different different background, different working experience, and different insights. You will be really surprised at how great your fellows are. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to meeting my study team. So whoever you are, if you're listening, I am super pumped to meet you guys because we're going to be, I, I mean, we're going to be kind of competitive. We're going to be the best team. So um, I'm pretty excited to start breaking off into to smaller groups and starting to get into the groove of like back to work. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for a little bit of a routine, getting that scheduled down. Um, not excited about stats. I'm so sorry for that professor listening out there. Um, hopefully it will be okay, but um, I'm excited to just get going and see what this year has in store. Ooh, I know I've got a long, challenging uh, year ahead. You know, the way the MSF program works, it's very front heavy. And so I know Mod 1 and Mod 2 are going to be really tough and challenging, but uh, I feel like I've got a lot of support from, from my peers. So I'm, I'm ready for it. Great. Yay. Well, thank you all so much for being here. You're almost done, right? We have, what, 24 more hours, and then orientation will be over. You'll have a break for the weekend, and we'll come back Monday with classes in full swing. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Megan. Welcome to Owen. Well, well, it's kind of a rhetorical question, but I appreciate you putting your hand up. Um, 
It's because when I was listening responses from the audience in terms of what does networking mean, many of you kind of did, but he went to this, all right? So by putting his hand up, what does, he, what does that indicate to me? Well, it indicates to me that A, he's not afraid of sharing his opinion, right? He's excited to be involved in a dialogue. He's adding content to what's going on being discussed and moving that forward. Is he the type of candidate that I want to hire bring to a brainstorming meeting at my company? Completely. Do I want to hire the person who's sitting in the back row who I can barely see? Absolutely not. All right? Uh, I'll tell you that right now. It's day one, right? So you got, you got three months. But you get me all straight up there. But this is where the magic happens if you want to get hired. And that's not a joke. Hey everybody, this is Megan with the Career Management Center again. I'm here with Jamin Patel. He's our speaker for the last four years at Orientation for um, to help students with networking like rock stars. And he's actually an author of a book with that title. And I'm going to turn it over to Jamin to give us three tips on networking and introduce himself. Yeah. Hey, Megan, this is Jamin, uh, author, speaker, and coach of the MBA Guide to Networking Like a Rockstar. And um, my three tips that I would give... Uh, an MBA student is I think first of all is this kind of contextually understanding how the how networking is different at the MBA level and so what I always say is that whenever an influential individual meets you they'll put you in a four buckets yes no maybe or rock star and so the first tip is to know there's a whole other category beyond yes and those are the ones who get hired so a lot of everything that I talk about in my approach is really about being able to understand how to get into that rock star category uh, the other tip that I would give in order to kind of land in the rock show category uh, is it's a really good advice for anything that you do, but it's called, uh, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. And so it's really just thinking about and putting intention into the way you're showing up, whether it's to class, whether it's to a recruiting event, whether it's an alumni mixer, um, and putting intention, not just kind of showing up and saying, oh, I'll go see what happens. I'm curious. But coming in and saying, all right, I'm going to come in. I'm going to be a rock star in this. I'm going to dress to the tees. I'm going to, you know, go shake hands with four people. Uh, I'm going to, you know, go and be curious. And I think if you can imagine yourself doing that, you're going to be really, really good. Um, and the th third thing I would say, again, to then support the first two, is that for anything that you do as an MBA student, don't do it as an MBA student. So what I mean is don't go in from where you are. Go in from where you want to be. So if you're interested in being someone who's a tech executive, well, read about what's going on in the tech industry. Know those things going in. And don't be the sheepish student who doesn't know much and is you know, coming in. You know, come in and have a real dialogue with a recruiter or an alumni about what's going on in, in tech or healthcare or finance or oil and gas, whatever the industry might be. But coming in as someone you know, who at least reads you know, the first page of the Wall Street Journal of the what's news, knows what's going on in the industry, um, and kind of comes in at that next level. So start thinking like you're a graduate who has your dream job, not a brand new MBA student who's you know sheepishly trying to figure things out. I think if you can kind of handle those three things, you're well on your way to landing in that rockstar category. So great. I was going to say my favorite was going to be number two, and then number three was <laughs> awesome advice too. So thank you for that. Uh, Jamin, tell me what your favorite thing is about coming to Vanderbilt the last four years, about coming to Owen. I mean, I love it. So, you know, I've been able to come twice a year, every year. I do Network Like a rock star, then I come back for Interview Like a rock star, And um, it's great. I mean, I just, I mean, 
uh, you know, I, I have a strong connection with Owen from back when I did my MBA because I came here for the Net Impact Conference. And I came here as a student visiting and just looking at this program thinking, hey, it's awesome. And now I get to come back twice a year and, uh, and talk to the students and their energy is amazing. They laugh at all my jokes. But I think every year Owen puts together a really great class of students and it's always an honor to come back. And then coming back a second time, you know, a lot of them remember me and it's almost like seeing old friends in a weird way. Um, and then we kind of continue right where we left off and get into a deeper stuff around interviewing. So that continuity, kind of family feel, uh, I feel really comfortable and welcomed here. So I love that. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that's something that we value a lot, trying to make it like a family. Quickly, I would love for you to plug yourself, like your socials and your books. Yeah, definitely. Everything is at Jamin Speaks. So Twitter at Jamin Speaks, JaminSpeaks.com, LinkedIn slash Jamin Speaks, Facebook slash Jamin Speaks. All Jamin Speaks. Keep it simple. Very easy. Yeah. Great. And then your books? Yeah. So I have eight books, um, but the main ones for MBAs are the MBA Guide to Networking Like a Rockstar, as well as Confessions of an MBA Interviewer. Those are the top two to get. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jamin, for coming to Nashville, of course, and for doing this quick interview. My joy. Thanks. Thanks to Megan, Camille, Olivia, Emily, Cecile, Lindsay, and Jamin for their time this week. And thank you for listening. You can find more stories and information about Owen by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu, or following at Vanderbilt Owen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Vanderbilt University or the Vanderbilt Owen Graduate School of Management. Music provided by Mike Foster. I'm Nate Luce.